Sometimes it can be hard to know whether you're on the wrong path or not. You get so caught up in the whirlwind of work and life, you just don't spot what is staring you in the face. So you need to take a pause and understand what you're really feeling about your job and career. Are you unhappy? Are you undervalued? Do you feel like the road you're you're on is going nowhere? What are the signs telling you? Is it just a phase or is it time to make the change and become your own boss? In this episode, I'm diving into the seven toxic signs that it's time to ditch that day job and pursue your passion. So whether you're feeling unfulfilled, stuck or just plain bored, then this episode is for you. Are you ready to stop hiding from the evidence that's right in front of you and start doing something about it? Yes? Then let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Powering Your Passion podcast. So a few months back, I came across an old diary of mine from years ago when I was back in my corporate job, when I knew that I was unhappy, but didn't really know what what my next step would be. I say diary because at the time I wasn't really into journaling, which if you're a regular listener, you'll know I now swear by. So this was just a diary talking about my day, what I'd done, what I'd eaten, how I was feeling, you know, you know, the kind of thing, nothing too in depth. But as I flicked through, words just kept on jumping out at me, like being tired, exhaustion, demotivated, stressed, bored, frustrated, stuck, no energy, no time, and a few words I really can't mention here. So I have to say, I've actually forgotten a lot about that. I remember feeling unfulfilled and sick of the rat race and wanting to do something different with my life, but I've forgotten how emotional and trapped I felt before I decided what I was going to do next and had my plan in place. And that's why I decided to create my new free course, How to Decide Your Next Move, the Escape from Your Day Job Kickstarter. So it's to help people like you who feel the same as I did back then to get crystal clear on what you really want to do next in your working life so you can stop feeling stuck and decide what your move as your own boss will be and get started on your next chapter ASAP. If you want to learn more about this course and how you can sign up for it for free, then go to nicolaohara.com forward slash free hyphen course. That's nicolaohara.com forward slash free hyphen course. I'll put a link to it into the show notes, so don't worry too much about it. However, if you're not happy in your day job, but are not sure if it's time to leave yet, or are not sure what signs to look out for, then stick around. Because your subconscious knows when a job is not right for you, and it sends you signs, which can manifest in what you think, feel, say, and do. So I want to talk to you about how you can recognise those signs so you can get away from that situation and start living the life you deserve. Because if you're finding it harder and harder to have any enthusiasm about your job, and you've lost interest in things that used to light you up, 
you may have a problem. But is it just a temporary dip or is the whole situation a lot more serious? Let's dive into the signs to see what you need to look out for. So first up is sign number one, and that is that you're bored. Yep, simple as that, boredom. Everything you do in your job just becomes sleep-inducing. You can do your job backwards and you feel like you're on a hamster wheel, working your ass off, not getting anywhere. You no longer can see any importance in what you do. It seems meaningless in the grand scheme of life. You long to make more of a difference and to have that excitement and motivation you've had in the past for something new. Now, we've all been bored at one stage or another in your job. It's totally normal. But this is a different level. Everything just makes you yawn. Projects and repetitive cyclical tasks that are part of your role become an annoyance. Your life becomes like the movie Groundhog Day. You know the one where the main character has to live the same day over and over and over again? Except for you, it's the same year. Now, let me say here, it's not because your job has changed. It's because you have. You need something more in life now. And that has left you feeling seriously unfulfilled where you are. You know that something's not right. What used to bring excitement or motivation just doesn't anymore. And you feel like your soul is crying out for something else. You don't feel a sense of purpose in what you do day to day, or it just doesn't have any meaning. Your motivation is crashed through the floor and it takes so much more time and energy to do things that you used to fly through. While you used to love learning and developing yourself and your skills, now you don't bother because you're bored with everything to do with the path you're on. Then this can spill into your personal life because boredom in your job can lead to tiredness and lethargy and generally not being engaged in anything, which can then mean you overeat or turn to alcohol for excitement. But more on that later. I'm going to talk about some of the physical symptoms then. Okay, sign number two, you feel overworked. Now, I'm going to say here, it's not really about doing long hours or working overtime. I know that may surprise you. After all, when you feel overworked, a lot is is about the hours you have to work and how much work you're expected to do in those hours. But that feeling of being overworked only really comes when you're no longer engaged or fulfilled in your job, or you've gone in the direction that it just doesn't feel authentic for you. So the thought that you're overworked in itself is a sign that you need to leave the working world you're in. Because if you're engaged in your work and you're passionate about it, you can generate a huge amount of energy. And the more you work, the more engaged you get. That's why some people in the corporate world who work 70-hour weeks and travel all the time love their jobs. They don't feel overworked. They thrive on the adrenaline, the challenges and the involvement in the work. Yes, they may get physically tired, but they're not exhausted or hugely stressed or anxious, certainly not on an ongoing basis. Feeling overworked can lead to feelings of overwhelm, which is when everything just gets on top of you. It can also make you feel anxious as you don't get everything done in the time you have, which then ultimately can become stressful and end in burnout if you're not careful. Finally, it can give you a feeling of exhaustion that just doesn't lift, no matter how much sleep you have. This is something I struggled with in my final years of my corporate job. In the past, I've worked extra hours, travelled overseas, had long commutes and didn't have a problem with it because at the time I was engaged in my work. I was enjoying doing it and I wanted to go the extra mile and it actually gave me energy. But when I lost my passion for my job, when I felt frustrated and bored and unfulfilled, then I began to resent the hours I worked. Doing overseas travel for my role just became a chore. I hated being expected to be available 24-7 
And as a result, I was constantly exhausted despite getting better sleep. But it was mental exhaustion because, you know, it's hard doing a job that you don't love or even enjoy. Every task depletes your energy. Every meeting you go to just seems to go on forever and you don't gain anything back. No sense of accomplishments or satisfaction way on the other side of the balance. I only managed to overcome that feeling of exhaustion when I worked out what I wanted to do next and I had a plan of how I was going to bring that into reality. My job was no longer linked to my happiness or my sense of fulfillment or my self-belief, so I was mentally free. And it was a revelation. I still had the same level of work, but because I knew I was working towards something better for myself, something for me, and that was going to give me freedom, the exhaustion just lifted. Yes, I got physically tired, but that heavy feeling was gone. So if you spot that you're continuously exhausted, no matter how much sleep you have, if you're always stressed or feeling anxious, it's not normal and you need to make a change. Because as I said before, if you're not careful, it can lead to burnout, which is far more serious. Burnout is a state of complete mental, physical and emotional exhaustion. It's the extreme of what I've just been talking about. You're plagued with failure and self-doubt. You feel helpless and defeated and you feel detached from the world and can't get out of that negative outlook no matter what you do. So if you feel like that now and don't feel strong enough to get yourself out of it to make the change that's needed, please go and get help from your doctor. Okay, sign three, you feel undervalued. So imagine being at a party, but no one notices you. You're invisible. And even if you helped organise the whole thing, your contributions go unnoticed. Someone is on the stage thanking everyone and you're jumping up and down saying, what about me? What about me? That's what it feels like when you're undervalued in your job. You're putting in the work, but for whatever reason, you're not getting the recognition you deserve or you're not being included in important meetings or decisions or you're not getting the seat at the table that you're looking for. Now, although recognition is not all about money, it can affect your self-worth and make you feel undervalued. So, for example, if you're not getting the raise or promotion you were expecting, despite asking for it and being promised it would happen, but you can see another colleague who you know is less deserving get the promotion you wanted, it can hit you really hard and have you questioning everything. Feeling valued in your work is essential for your self-esteem and motivation. When that need is not met, it can really impact how you see yourself which can affect your confidence and your self-belief, which then makes you think you're not good enough and stops you from making your escape somewhere else where your work and your abilities would be valued. There is nowhere that you can feel and see your work being valued more than when you work for yourself. You're the one making the decisions and getting the recognition for your hard work. It's the ultimate way to take control of your career and ensure that your contributions are recognised and valued. You get to see the direct results from your efforts. You work hard and you get the rewards. You slack off, well, that will show up in the results you get too. But you have the control. You get to see the direct impact and the difference you can make. And the gratification and pleasure you get from referrals and satisfied clients is 100% more than any well done from a manager or job title you put in your signature on an email. But if you are into titles, you do get to call yourself CEO. That's definitely a plus. Okay, sign number four, you're play acting. This is one of the harder ones to spot yourself doing, but it's definitely a sign you're on the wrong path. And what I mean by play acting is that because of the rules, ethos or norms of your current career, you're not being really true to your authentic self. 
You can't let all or part of your personality shine through because it doesn't quite fit with that profession, sector, or maybe the company you're in. Sometimes this can go on for years because you learn pretty early on how it's done in your line of work and know that if you have a different approach, it's not going to go down very well. So you adapt and become the person that is seen as aligned with the culture of whatever company you work in. You become a chameleon, never quite being your true self. So much so, you sometimes forget who that true self is. It's, it's kind of indoctrination, conforming because you know that is how you can progress and succeed. Now, we all do a certain amount of conforming or adapting in life and work. That's how companies run and why you have company values and induction programs where you're told, this is how we do things around here. But you should feel in those inductions that you have come home, that the values are your values, that you found your people. So when does conforming turn into play acting? Well, play acting happens when you no longer believe in the values, rules and learned behaviours that come with your chosen career. But you have to pretend or act in a certain way to be successful and to continue to climb the ladder. So play acting can show up in different ways. But it could be you constantly find yourself holding your tongue in meetings because you know that there's just no point in arguing. It doesn't get you anywhere. Or when you don't feel right about decisions that are being made because they go against your values or what you believe in, but know that it's not going to change, so just go with it. Or you have to always act out of character, suppressing your natural confidence or divergent opinions so you won't be labelled awkward. Or the opposite, maybe you feel you need to act more aggressive or direct than comes naturally to you because you want to fit in to impress. This then leads to inauthenticity and it can be hard to keep up long term. Okay, so for example, once back when I was working in banking, I was told by my boss that one of the bankers was scared of me. Now, ask any of my friends or ex-colleagues, I'm not a scary person. I just don't work that way. I influence and get things done by building good working relationships and always pride on myself and being really approachable in work. But in this instance, there had been a situation when the person in question had done something that was not right and I needed to call them out on it. Now, I wanted to approach it in one way and my boss wanted to be more firm, more aggressive, which doesn't really come as naturally to me. So I tried to do that and ended up going too far and coming across as too strong. So, so much so that their boss told my boss that the banker was scared of me. And I felt awful when I heard that they felt that way because that's not who I am. But my boss thought it was great. They encouraged me to be more like that, which just didn't really feel right at all. So I made sure to stick to my own style of working after that. But what I'm saying is, is if you're not able to be authentically who you are in your chosen career, you will not be the best that you can be. Okay, sign five, you're unhappy. Sometimes one of the biggest signs it's time to ditch your day job and pursue a passion that you really want to pursue is that you're just desperately unhappy, maybe even miserable. You just didn't think things would turn out like this for you. You're sad for the opportunities you missed or that you used to love your work, but now it doesn't give you the same buzz Or worse, love has turned to hate. Yes, in your working life, there are ups and downs and you can't be happy all the time. That would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? But if you spend most of your time feeling generally unhappy about the situation you're in, then that is a problem. You deserve to be excited about your work, to feel a sense of purpose and meaning in what you do. So if you are long-term unhappy in your day job and have tried all you can do to improve things, but nothing's worked, 
then it's time to consider what will make you happy in work and life and start putting things in motion to make it into a reality. Okay, we're getting through these. Sign number six, physical symptoms. When things aren't aligned in your life as they should be, your body usually shows you before your conscious brain does. So when your subconscious brain knows things are off, it sends out signals to let you know. So it's really important to listen to your body, look out for signs, because it will be telling you in some way. All the things I've talked about, like boredom, disengagement, overwork, stress, anxiety, feeling undervalued, play acting and and unhappiness will show physically in some way. So long-term exhaustion, which I've already covered, is not normal to be exhausted all the time. Headaches or other pains that have appeared for no other obvious reason. Your immune system. Are you always catching colds or other bugs no matter what time of year it is? Do you find yourself getting emotional in work? either being close to tears or getting angry or really irritated for stupid reasons. So your stomach and digestive system has a lot of nerves linked to the brain and is often directly affected by how you're feeling mentally. So stomach issues are often the first signs of that something is up. Have you started to rely on alcohol more than normal just to get you through the week? Or have you been putting on weight because eating chocolate and snacks is the only way you can get through the day? Emotional eating is a big thing here. Keep looking out for any of these physical signs. And if there's no obvious medical reason why you are experiencing them, then it's most likely going to be connected to your mind and your emotions in relation to your job. Okay, sign number seven. We're here at the end. So sign number seven is you're listening to this podcast. Seriously, as you've seen and press play on this podcast episode, it is a sign that it's time to start making some changes. You want to know what the signs are because deep down in your heart and soul, you know there will be at least one or two signs that resonate with you. Really, you don't need signs because you already know you need to go alone and be to be happy and get what you want out of life. But you're still a bit hesitant and looking for evidence and confirmation that what you're feeling is right. Don't doubt yourself. Listen to your gut instinct. It will guide you in the right direction. Make the decision that you'll be moving on and then decide what that move will be. So if you've recognised at least one of the signs in yourself, then the time has come to really think about making a change. Yes, you could decide to try changing company, trying a new industry or starting a new career but staying as an employee. And if that's what you want, then really the best of luck with it. But first ask yourself, will working for someone else really allow you to be your true authentic self? Will it give you the freedom to decide what work you do, where you do it and who you work with? you'll be able to choose your hours, plan your holidays whenever you want because you don't need to check in with someone else or get permission from anybody. Except for yourself. Will it allow you to create your own rules and infuse your work with the values and ethics you believe in? If any of these things appeal to you, then you owe it to yourself to at least explore the ways in which you become your own boss. You might be surprised at what's possible. The bottom line is, I truly believe that working for yourself is the only way to ensure you can keep your work exciting, interesting, design how and when and where you work, get direct recognition for your work and be your true authentic self. Don't settle for a job that doesn't fulfill you or that takes a toll on your physical and mental well-being. It's time to ditch that day job. Well, start working towards it, as you know I always advise leaving in a planned way. And you can then explore what else is out there. Your next adventure awaits, so decide what your next move is and make it. 
Okay, that's it for this time. As always, the link to the show notes is in the description for this episode on whatever platform you're listening from. I'll be back next week with another episode, so be sure to tune into that. And remember, you deserve to live your passion, so go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.